Hello, everyone, and welcome to Explore the Word podcast today. So glad that you can join with me, whatever time it is when you get the chance to listen. Hope you have yourself a cup of tea and a cup of coffee, whatever is your favorite there, ready to go as we continue our series on spiritual warfare. And in this episode, we're going to examine the helmet of salvation. The Ephesians who first read Paul's letter would have pictured every part of the believer's armor since they were very used to seeing Roman soldiers traveling throughout the Mediterranean world. The Roman helmet would have been leather inside, which was then reinforced with metal plates for protection and had that plume on the top. You've probably seen pictures of it in history books or in a movie or whatever. So Ephesians 6.17 says, And take the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation is more than simply knowing one is a Christian, though that is definitely part of it. Um, The helmet of salvation is bigger than assurance, though that's part of it too. Uh, When we put on the helmet of salvation, we are equipping ourselves with what 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, For who have known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Our enemy is crafty, he's cunning, and he's been studying and examining the human you know, interactions and weaknesses for thousands and thousands of years. He's an expert in setting traps and snares for the Christian who's being foolish, who's being arrogant, not vigilant about what's happening around him. But if we deploy the wisdom of God, if meaning the skill of living according to his word, you know, we can avoid the traps of the enemy and of his allies, his minions who come against us. Wearing the helmet of salvation uh, is should not be optional for any believer, okay? That, this is not something we should say, I don't need this or whatever, but especially for those involved in Christian ministry. We should absolutely need wisdom in order to have a victorious Christian life. And as leadership uh, uh, in whatever ministry it might be that you're involved with, uh, you need wisdom uh, to lead that, to be involved with that, to give your best in that ministry. So we need the helmet of salvation uh, on our heads. We, we, We need to be armored up. We need that on us. The helmet of salvation is the power of God in your life. There are two kinds of wisdom in this world. There's men's wisdom and there's God's wisdom. And not too long ago in our church, we looked at Ecclesiastes and we talked about men's and God's wisdom, the difference. And the only way we can minister effectively, if the only way we're going to make the biggest impact in the lives of those around us is by applying the wisdom of God. Paul's word to his son, the faith, Timothy, uh, points out the connection between the word and wisdom that leads to salvation in 2 Timothy 3.15. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. The helmet of salvation is possible uh, through prayer, as that's stated uh, clearly in James one five, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, and giveth not, I give to all men liberally, upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. How do we get the wisdom we need? We ask for it. When we are attacked by our spiritual enemy, and needing skills to handle our defenses, 
to fend off that attack. Uh, we need wisdom. And we need only to ask God for wisdom. But again, we need to have that helm of salvation in place. Yes, we know we're Christians. Yes, we have assurance of, of our salvation through what we know through the Word of God. We need to be applying the Word of God to our hearts and lives using wisdom. Our world today needs men and women who are equipped in their minds to do battle against the ideas and the philosophies of our arch enemy who is sowing in the culture, in the society of our country and in our world. And what he's sowing is destruction. All right. He's a sowing deception. And there's so many chaos. There's so many things we could look at, uh, but we need to know what it is. And we can figure that out by knowing God's word and then applying it. The world has always been in hostile towards Christianity, though in recent times it seems to be escalating. It seems to be getting just a little bit deeper and harder. Jesus told his disciples that they would be brought before authorities on account of their faith. And they were told not to fear though in those situations. Let me read for you Matthew chapter 10 and verse number 18. And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought of how ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in the same hour what ye shall speak. For it is, ye that, for it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. Because we have the helmet of salvation, you and I have the mind of Christ. You'll know what to say and what to do. God gave to the disciples and will give to you what you need in those moments. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I can tell you that that is true. There's been times in my life when I have faced a difficult situation and the Lord gave me exactly what I needed to say and do. I remember the first time I witnessed or had the opportunity to talk to an atheist, uh, I never had done that before, and they were pretty adamant. They were, I wouldn't say they're super hostile, but they wanted to make a point. And uh, looking back now, I can say, hey, that wasn't my wisdom. That was God. I didn't have that, I didn't have that speech prepared. That, that wasn't how I was thinking that morning when I got up. But God prepared me for the battle, prepared me for that confrontation, and uh, the Lord was able to use me. We, but we need to be in the Word. We, we need to be studying it. We need to know the truths that are contained therein. Not that we have like an index card in our minds, a Rolodex, you know, or a search menu real quick in our brains that we just kind of Google it in our minds. But the idea is that we're familiar. We're, we're in it. First Peter 3.15 says, And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. We are to rely on the helm of salvation to give us the way to defend the gospel and our testimony and again it's always rooted back in the word we got to be in the bible we have to be constantly uh, reminding ourselves that the the spiritual battle warfare is the battle of the mind for the mind and we need to have discipline and submit to the authority of the word of god can our enemy establish a stronghold 
in our lives and deceive us and lie to us in the mind of a Christian. And yes, he, if, if the Christian allows it, it's our responsibility as a soldier of Christ to never allow that, the enemy, to get a, a position in our lives. Our commander has given us the equipment to overcome the enemy. And the helmet of salvation guards our mind by filling it with the wisdom of Christ for our situations, the skill to defend ourselves against the advances of the enemy, and those who put on Christ by faith are submitting in obedience to have the helmet of salvation in place. Let me encourage you today to make sure that you put on Christ and that you're bringing every thought into captivity to him and to his word. All right. Hope that's been a help and encouragement to you today in your Christian journey in the battles that you will face. Put on that armor. Uh, thanks for listening in. And next time, we're, we're actually going to switch it up. We're not going to be looking at armor anymore. Now we're going to look at the offensive weapon that the Christian has at his disposal, and that's the sword of the Spirit. Have a wonderful day, wonderful day folks, and keep exploring the Word.